Welcome to the What to Expect While Fostering and Adopting podcast show. If you're a foster mom on the journey to adoption, already adopted, or somewhere in the middle, trying to figure out how to navigate the foster care system, wanting to grow your family through adoption, trying to balance everything, or stuck in that space of all things unknown, you're in the right place. What if there was a way to fast track your knowledge, prepare you for the good and the hard, and somebody who could answer that long list of questions I know you have? Hi friend, I'm Christine Marie, biblical mindset coach, adoptive mom, and previous foster parent of 77 children. Yep, you heard that right, 77 kiddos. I'm your host, and my goal is to help make your journey a lot easier by sharing my best tools, techniques, and skills that helped me pivot from foster care to adoption, fully surrender, and trust the process. I'm about to bring some calm to the chaos and show you how to navigate through this journey with a whole lot of grace. So go grab your cup of coffee and let's jump in. So it's really crazy because for me, it took quite a while before I put it together. I was so new to foster parenting. When we first got one of our kiddos who have very severe nonverbal autism, about October every year, his behaviors would start escalating. He got so much harder. It's crazy that I didn't put it together at first and it literally took me till year two to put it together to realize oh my gosh I think he's noticing the change in the weather he's noticing the seasons are changing and this was about the time that he came into care really interesting um, how even though he was nonverbal, he noticed all those things very significantly impacted by autism but it was the change, it was the seasons, it was the holidays approaching. So I wanted to bring this episode to you today as we approach the holiday season. The holiday season, I know for any of us, foster children, adoptive children can be challenging even without that additional trauma that these kiddos have gone through. So I know when, you know, for instance, we've lost significant members in our family around the holidays, it just makes it that much harder. And so even though these kiddos haven't maybe per se permanently lost, or maybe they have permanently lost significant members in their family, being away from them for the holiday season can definitely place such a huge toll on their emotional and mental health well-being. So let's dive into today. I want to share with you after 10 years of fostering a total of 77 foster kiddos, adopting our two daughters through the foster care system, I wanted to share with you five things that I learned over the course of this time that hopefully will help you have a better experience and be more supportive for your foster kiddos. And this too would, could apply to adoptive kiddos as well. So I hope you find today's episode beneficial. And as always, if you want to connect with a group of like-minded mamas, you can go ahead and search what to expect while fostering and adopting in Facebook and you can find our group. So number one, the first thing that I wanted to share was begin talking about the holidays 
at least a week before. If you celebrate Halloween, this could be a week before Halloween. If you don't celebrate Halloween, this could be a week before Thanksgiving. And then again, I would start talking about the holidays again a week before Christmas. This can be really a really difficult time for these kiddos in your home, being away from their families, being away from what's comfortable, being away from what they're used to being away from their favorite meals or just their family. It was really interesting when we first started fostering and then especially when we adopted our daughter, I thought, oh my goodness, compared to what she's experienced around the holidays in the past, this is going to be such an amazing holiday for her. Like she's going to you know, really enjoy Thanksgiving with all of the family. She's going to enjoy Christmas and all of the presents she's going to get. But I want to remind you that the holidays really aren't at the root about any of those things. They're about the feeling that you have when you're around your family. And whether a child was in an environment that we would see as an extremely unhealthy or maybe violent or maybe abusive home or environment, it was their normal. And and this was hard for me because I just looked at it, well, this is going to be so much better than what they're used to or what they've experienced in the past. But the truth is, is that whatever it is that the kiddo was experiencing, good, bad, right, or wrong, that was their existence. And so they're going to remember that and they're going to miss that. So I would encourage you to begin talking about the holidays at least a week before. I would talk to them about what traditions did they have. This was a little challenging for me because I could look at the traditions or the experiences that they did have in a judgmental way because it might have been something that wouldn't have seemed healthy or appropriate to me. But I think this is that opportunity that we can listen with an open heart, listen to the traditions that they have and what they did do and see if there's even a little portion of it that you can pull from what they're sharing with you. And if this is a child who's younger and maybe can't share some of those traditions, or maybe it's a child who is developmentally not able to share some of those things, I would ask the caseworker or the social worker to talk to the biological parents or the biological family and ask them if there are some things that were really significant or special to this child that you could recreate for them. But just opening that conversation beforehand and sharing with them that it's okay that if emotionally they're struggling, but you want to be there to talk to them about it. And you're just a really safe place for them to share how they're feeling. This might also be a good time that if they are able to write or color, that you could purchase them a book. If it's um, a journal or it could be, you can go to the art store and you can get the journal books with no lines on them and maybe they just start coloring in it and making drawings of how they're feeling and then you can talk about them. So number one, begin talking about the holidays at least a week before so you can talk about different traditions that they had and see if there's any way that you can incorporate any of them or just begin to process their family and who they're thinking about and what feelings they have. Okay, number two, this one here, take photos on the day to share with their biological family or 
to place in a memory book. I think certainly a lot of kiddos love dressing up for holidays and if you're like I was, you want to get all the matching outfits for all the kids or maybe you want to color coordinate and we always took like big family pictures. We always included the foster kids and they were exactly the same, no different than our biological kids and our adoptive kiddos, but we liked to take those big pictures. So another thing we started doing is taking individual portraits of the kiddos on that holiday so that if and when they did go back to their biological family or if they were placed for adoption, these were memories that they can take with them and bring with them, or we could have them printed out and they could give to their birth family at visits. So it was a super fun way to include their biological family in a time that they weren't able to be there. There were even some holidays that the caseworkers were able to pick up the child so they could spend a small portion of the time with their family. A lot of times they were closed, it was the holiday, so they could get volunteers sometimes to coordinate a visit, but most of the time it was like the day before or the day after or sometimes even the next week. So finding a way that you could create those memories by taking photos, maybe even take photos throughout the event, throughout the Thanksgiving or Christmas or Halloween holiday so that you can have those memories so they can show their parents. Because I know that's a big thing that they're sad they're not spending that time with their family. But if they can have those photos to bring and show before or after, that can help them uh, feel more connected. So number three, I would encourage you something that was helpful for our family was celebrating the holidays at home, if at all possible. There were often times that we would try and go to other family members' houses, do like a big Thanksgiving dinner. That was really fun and wonderful other than when our foster child started having behaviors and then they didn't have their own bedroom or their same kind of toolbox of coping resources available to them because we were at somebody else's house. And I don't know about you, but I get a little bit more, I don't know, stressed out going over to somebody else's house on a holiday because I want my kids to behave. I don't want them to break anything at somebody's house. It's just not quite like being at home. So yes, it's an inconvenience if there's a family member that wants everybody to go over to their house. So sometimes we did end up missing the big family celebrations and we would end up choosing a smaller, just our family celebration at home for the holidays. But we wanted to make sure that with all the emotions and sometimes triggering events around the holidays for foster kiddos and adoptive kiddos, that it was just a lot more relaxed in our own home. So if that is all at all a possibility for you, I would encourage you at least for the first few holidays, if this is a new foster kiddo, to just see if it's possible to do it at your house. And even if that means missing out on the big family, I know we did that, but it really helped to create a positive memory for our foster kiddos. So number four, spending and planning one-on-one -on -one special time or a special outing the day before or the day after a very significant holiday with your foster or adoptive kiddo to really talk about their feelings or process their feelings. Now, we even did this, as I mentioned, we had a kiddo who was nonverbal and autistic, 
you know, I would take him to go get a hot cocoa. I would say, even if a child has a disability and you might think, well, this isn't somebody I can sit down and process their feelings. It's still a time that you can let them know you're going to go do something special with them and just pour into them and just let them know like this is your time. So our kiddo with nonverbal autism, he understood every single thing that I said, everything that we said, and we didn't realize that for probably too long, but that was a really amazing thing is being able to go say, let's go get a hot chocolate or let's go get a snack or he knew, let's go get a donut. So we would go to the donut shop and we would sit in the donut shop and just take our time. And there was no agenda other than we're just going to spend this special time. So if it is at all possible, let them know also ahead of time, a few days ahead of time, that you're going to be spending some special time with them to sit down and talk about how they're feeling. So you can even ask them, would you rather go the day before Thanksgiving, or would you rather go the weekend after Thanksgiving to go spend time together? It could even mean going to the park and letting them swing on the swing. It could mean going to the mall and walking around. It could mean going to an ice cream shop. It could mean just going for a drive and just talking. So letting them know that you would love to spend some time with them around the holiday and which day would they prefer and just letting them know that you just want to go and have some time to help them talk through their feelings. Number five, have them help you prepare one of the dishes that they are used to having on Thanksgiving. If they have the ability to tell you their favorite dish for Thanksgiving, that's amazing. If they're younger, you can have them help you decorate maybe a dessert or a craft for Thanksgiving beforehand. You can also have them make an extra. So it's always fun when a kiddo can make something and bring it to their family at a visit. If that's something that they're old enough to do, maybe you do um, for Thanksgiving. If they're a younger kiddo, you could do a turkey finger with the paint and they can decorate it and you can tell them it's for their mom or their dad or their aunt or whoever it is that they're visiting from their biological family. But just let them know they're making it for them and then ask them if they'd like to make an extra for their bedroom. A lot of times these are the things that kiddos do at school, but sitting there in intentionality and saying, we're going to make this for your mom, or we're going to make this for your dad. And no matter what portion of time you're in, whether they've been with you for one week, with you for three years, and they're in process of adoption, that deep connection, oftentimes with their biological family, knowing that you value that just continues to grow and deepen their connection with you. Those are my five top tips. Those are the things that really worked for us and really helped us make the holidays a smoother transition. I hope everybody has an incredible holiday season. And again, if you want to contribute to this conversation, head on over to that Facebook group, what to expect while fostering and adopting. Hey friend, I hope that you loved today's episode. I pray it blessed you and helped you see that you have a friend in your corner who truly understands what you're walking through. 
If so, would you share this episode with someone who's been praying for a breakthrough in their own journey? It would also bless me big time and help others to find this podcast if you would leave a review on Apple Podcasts. You can also submit your questions, topics that you would like covered, and find a community of like-minded mamas in my private Facebook group by searching what to expect while fostering and adopting on Facebook. See you next time.